Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Tuesday, everyone. Over the last little while, we have been talking about our future, our future in eternity. And we have seen that what happens in this life on earth, in time-space, will determine our eternal destiny. We saw that there's two aspects to this, and I keep saying this every day because it's important for us to distinguish between the two. Our belief or faith will determine where we will spend eternity. But our behavior and works will determine how we spend eternity, our position in eternity, our responsibility in eternity. So our works are very, very important, more than what I have realized in the past. As I look at all these scriptures that we have been sharing over these last number of days, and I see the things that God promises to reward us for, I see how important it is for us to pay strict attention to this. We need to live our lives in light of these verses. They tell us seven things that God will reward us for. And I'm not going to go into them all again, but let me just list them for you. God promises to reward us for prayer and fasting. He promises to reward us when we submit to our authorities or employers as unto the Lord. He tells us he will reward us when we deny ourselves in his service. He tells us he will reward us when we serve others who are in need. He tells us he will reward us when we suffer for his name and his reputation. He promises us that he will reward us for the sacrifices that we make for him. Do you remember what Peter asked the Lord in Matthew chapter 19? He said, we've left everything and followed you. What shall we have? And Jesus said, anyone who has left houses or homes and brothers and sisters and father and mother and wives and lands for my name's sake, that they will receive a hundredfold return and inherit eternal life. Now there is an investment possibility. We look at GIC returns that come back on investments of about 5 to 6%, and we think, well, we're doing pretty well for that. Sometimes you can get a bond that will give you 8 or 9% return. But Jesus says here that if you invest in the kingdom of God, you are going to get back 100-fold. Now that is a good investment. That is better than anything you're going to see on this earth. And God promises that if we will invest in the kingdom of God, and this is the last one, that as we share our time, our talent, and our treasure to further his kingdom, that God will reward us himself for that. We have to get our minds changed and renewed. And rather than thinking when some offering is taken at the church that, oh, I don't know why they're always asking for money. I think I'll find a church where they don't talk about money. Well, you will really be shortchanging yourself. You need to take every opportunity and invest in the kingdom of God. 
You need to be glad that you're part of a church that's doing something, that's extending the kingdom of God, that's challenging you to invest your time and your talent and your money for these purposes. When we do so, we are laying up for ourselves a reward in heaven that the scripture says is going to be 100-fold. In fact, in some places in the scripture, it says in this life you're going to receive and in the life to come. That is a tremendous promise for all of us to lay hold of. We need to realize that everything you do today matters forever. Listen to 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 18. Let them do good that they may be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life. Now, this is an interesting verse. This is telling us that we need to be rich in good works and be ready to give and willing to share because we are storing up for ourselves a good foundation. Where? On this earth? No. For the time to come. You know, we've heard the statement that you can't take it with you. No, you can't take your money with you. But you can transfer earthly wealth to heavenly wealth and heavenly benefits by being ready to give and willing to share. And when we do that, we are laying up for ourselves a good foundation for the time to come. And it goes on to say that we may lay hold on eternal life. Now that has been a phrase that I have wondered about over the years. How do you lay hold of eternal life? Isn't it just a gift? Is something that's given to us? Yes, it is. When we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, we will receive the gift of eternal life. But now it's saying we can lay hold of it. How do we lay hold of it? We lay hold of it by our good works. We are establishing a foundation for ourselves in heaven as a result of our works here on earth. Now listen to what it says in John 14, verses 2 and 3, and put this verse together with the one I've just read. Jesus says, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. What is Jesus doing right now? It says he has gone to prepare a place for us, a heavenly habitation. It says here mansions. In my Father's house are many mansions, and he's preparing a place for us. Now, what determines the place that is being prepared for us? Is it just at a whim that the Lord says, oh, this person, I'm just going to give him a little cottage in the corner of glory land, like the song says? But this other person, I'm going to give them a suite. And this person over here, I'm going to give him a medium size. What is this talking about? That he's gone to prepare a place for us. Listen to the earlier verse. It says, by our good works, we are storing up for ourselves a good foundation for the time to come. Is it possible that the works that we do on this earth is going to determine the dimensions of our eternal habitation. 
I believe that this is what the scripture is saying. I believe this is how we lay hold on eternal life. Yes, we have eternal life. It's not by works that we are going to enter heaven. That is by faith in the Lord Jesus. But I am proposing to you, and I believe the scriptures are teaching, that our works are determining our place in heaven, our responsibility in heaven. As we shared yesterday, there are thrones that we are going to have. We are going to have authority over certain cities. Now, I don't know all that that means, but it's speaking to a position of rule and reigning. How is it determined what responsibility that we have? These scriptures seem to tell us that our time on this earth is like a proving ground. We have received salvation. We have received God's life within. And now we are to be about our Father's business. And to the degree that we are doing these things that God says he's going to reward us for, to that same degree he is preparing a place for us in heaven based on the foundation that we are laying up for ourselves there. And that is the place that we are going to reside in, in heaven. That will be our position in heaven. Now, these are tremendous truths. This should be a strong motivation to us to spend our life and our efforts for the things of the Lord. But the question may be asked, should this really be what I'm looking for, a reward? Shouldn't just being with Jesus forever be all that I would ever want and I would not want anything more? Aren't the things that we're doing, we're doing it out of love for the Lord and love for other people and not for personal reward? Yes, there is a truth in that. And 1 Corinthians tells us that unless we do things in love, it's not going to profit us anything. Yes, our motivation should be the love of God and just to please him. But neither should we disregard the promises of God to reward us for the things that we do. Listen to Hebrews 11 and verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, this verse tells us two things that we need to have if we're going to come to God. The first thing is faith. We must believe that he is. But the second thing it says that we need to have if we're going to please God and come to him is that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. This verse says we must believe in him and we must believe that he will reward those who diligently seek him. The Lord knows that we need this motivation. We need not to be more spiritual than what God intends. We might think, oh, it's a non-spiritual thing to think about rewards. And it's a carnal thing to consider God's rewarding us. But the Bible says that he will reward us. He's constantly telling us that he's going to reward us. Why should we disregard the very thing that God is putting before us as a motivation? He knows that we need that. It's part of our makeup to work for a benefit. And God is saying to us, if you come to me, you must first have faith in me, but you must also believe that the effort you put forth, the work that you do, I will reward you for it. It's just part of God's nature that he's going to reward us. He's not rewarding us so much because we're worthy. He's rewarding us because of his nature and his generosity. 
See how these things balance. Luke 17 and verse 10, it tells us as servants that when we have done all these things that we are commanded, we are unprofitable servants. We have done what was our duty to do. That should be our inward attitude. We realize I am not worthy of anything. I am just doing this in love to the Lord. But we must also see that our works are determining our position in heaven and God encourages us to work for that. While our time is gone, we'll continue tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.